Well, where we left off, you managed to make some progress uh, last week in your investigation. Well, yeah, we arrested um, uh, the guy Stiggs or Stubbs? Gibbs. Gibbs, thank you. Yep. Stubbs. <laughs> Gibbs Hefnis. I checked the notes. He, he had some pretty uh, damning evidence on him behind his house, and whether it's him or not, which, you know, I'm not entirely convinced that it is him, but it could be. Yeah, what you guys found was um, a water skin full of blood and a straight razor covered in blood, stuffed and hidden uh, on the back of his house beneath some barrels and, and crates. Daisy had almost followed a scent trail back to his house before, but nobody could really uh, find any evidence back then. But can, I, next can, time, I yeah. in, can I jump yes, in? Can I jump in? Yes, sir. And, uh, Meg's wonderful notes, which I love. Uh, so great to have. Uh, all right, all right. The, the, <laughs> the, the straight razor is listed as a bloody shaving knife. What? Shaving knife. Yeah, it a is. A shaving I knife. I mean, yeah. What, what would you call a straight razor other than I mean, a, a straight that's razor? That's a pretty accurate description. I love yeah. it. I've never, I've never heard that phrase before, and I just wanted everyone else to be able to enjoy it as well. Did you Shaving notice knife. that in the previous one I spelled pillow with an E? Oh, I, we all noticed you pronounced it that way, but <laughs> I didn't notice how you spelled it. At least you pronounced it right this time. <laughs> Ad nauseum, yeah. You put Gibbs Heffinus in jail. You followed the, the trail of back to his house and found damning evidence, as Surat put it, uh, to tie him to these heinous crimes. Um, well, up until recently, uh, as far as you can tell, it had just been animals, but now Flora's close friend that she'd made in town uh, has been the last victim. And, uh, yeah... It's, it looks pretty bad for Gibbs Heffinus, even though he seems completely clueless. Uh, you have put him in the jail. You, had the, you told the sheriff, and you had him locked up under lock and key and watch 24-7. Now, you guys had thought to investigate why Old River, the dog in the town square, has been without his owner for a long time, who you learned his owner was one of the councilmen who was also the councilman that reported the body of Professor Lorm. Oh, he was that guy. He was the one that found Professor Lorimer's body at the prison and reported it to the sheriff. The story goes that he was walking his dog and found the body and uh, according to the sheriff, him walking his dog out there is not Makes that sense. random or weird of a thing. It made sense to him. Well... Uh, you guys had seen this dog alone in the town square for a few days in a row, and you thought, maybe we should check out what's up with his owner. You heard a commotion. And uh, you walked into the house and found him battling a terrifying creature. A 
amalgamation of green, translucent, glowing slime and limbs, uh, a torso floating uh, as if only from the power of the goo that is being spurt out of every orifice of it. And why don't we go ahead and roll initiative? I got a five. All right. It's a 16 for Sidriel. Uh, what about Ozil? I got a 20. Natural 20? No, no, it's a natural 15, but I really like these uh, these new dice that I got, man. They're nice. pretty sweet. Nice. Except that weird uh, D6 thing. I got I got a natural 19 for a 23. Hell yeah. It looks like you're on top, Stormac. You stout, quick, faster. Yes. You came into this home looking for this dog's owner and heard this sound from the back of the house. <laughs> and yes, I'll give Old River an initiative. Um, hmm. But Stormac is up first. You just opened the door to this scene. You see Councilman Murakar on his back, on the ground, arms up, defending himself against this horrible, acrid, viscous torso floating there, attacking him. What do you do? Alright. Well, I don't know a ghost from a zombie with my crappy knowledge, but uh, this thing's floating there. I'm going to pull out my ghost touch arrow, my single ghost touch arrow that I have. Uh, Alright, you pull out the ghost touch arrow. That's a move action. What else you got? Oh, well, I was going to move and pull it out while I was moving. Absolutely. You got a plus one BAB, right? Oh, yeah. So, as long as it's handy, I guess. Depends where it is. Um, It wasn't in the bra of holding, was it? <laughs> well, he's right next to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just reach right, on so, in there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move in uh, 15 feet and in doing so, or while doing so, pull out this, right. um, this ghost touch arrow. And I have built myself an attack for an arrow as an improvised Maybe weapon. Maybe you... May, okay. Um, here we go. No. What, okay, no, what, what, what you got? <laughs> okay, so I got this uh, plus one arrow built. Um, I don't know how to uh, mechanically apply the ghost touch. I don't even know if it's a ghost. Here's the attack. I know that it's a plus one arrow. Okay. It's a 12 to hit. A 12 hits. Oh, shit. All right, seven damage. Piercing, slashing, ghost touch. So you open this door. You see this goopy mess of this green, fluid, monstrous torso floating there, attacking this person. You immediately pull this ghost touch arrow out of your rectum, uh, presumably, and and uh, scoot right in and you <laughs> stab it right into this thing, dealing a fair amount of damage. It looks, he reels back. <laughs> that's the noise he makes. Good lord. <laughs> Take that. You run into that room and you hear behind you some padding, pat, 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 as Old River, the large dog, 
comes right behind Flora and is just barking through the doorway. <laughs> this big St. Bernard style dog. And then Ozil is up next. Yeah, he's just going to uh, double move up, I think. Uh, because that's what he can do, 40 feet. And he'll be next to uh, Flora. Yep, that's where he can go. Alright. Double move. That's your turn. Getting into the action. You move up to this doorway. You see Stormak hunched over this green viscous being with an arrow sticking out of its chest. Uh, can I do a quick knowledge check on it, maybe? Absolutely. Knowledge Relige, please. Knowledge Relige is a 20. Yeah. So, you have a hurt tale of these type of undead. So, this is a, an amalgamation of a spirit that is formed by ectoplasm. Goo. You know that it is definitely undead. It has DR for slashing. You know that these beings are drawn from the energies of the ethereal plane, um, usually summoned forth against their will. The, the existence of an ectoplasmic being is cruel, and few souls willingly choose this fate, and it's a painful undeath. Uh, that this person was probably dragged into. All right, and as his, uh, he'll just yell out as he gets up there, sees the ectoplasmic goo, and says, uh, Be warned, these cursed vile beings are vulnerable to the blade. Excellent. So, you move up, you see that, you share this information, and now, Councilman's turn. And he's on the ground, scooting with his feet and his legs and hands, like, back on his ass. Just like, no, no, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I wanted. And he's just wide-eyed and, and wild. The ooze gets a turn. Sorry, Councilman. As this viscous amalgamation of ooze and goop takes its gooey arm up high and slams down towards the councilman's face. After he got stabbed by that arrow? Yeah. He's not dead yet. He he just shrugs it off and like goo is flying everywhere. The arrow's still stuck in him. And his arm comes up and comes down and hits. Ooh, I'm gonna roll some damage. Oh, that's minimum damage. <laughs> okay, Councilman is just whoosh, ravaged by this goopy hand that comes down and you just see slashes and gashes on his shoulder and his chest ripping open his robes into his flesh as he is trying to scoot away. Now it is Sidriel's turn. So Sidriel's going to take one step up and position himself with his chair in front of him, like between him and mm -hmm. the doors to that room. Give himself right a little, little barricade to action. Um, and then he's going to lose two arrows 
Or the, oh, uh, you lost the your arrows? That's too bad. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're gonna go dig them out of there. So that's a 21 and a 14. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, neither of those will hit. Uh, two points on the first one. Six points on the second one. Alright, so so the one the first arrow you shoot is a dead on hit, and it just it's almost like his body goops out of the way and makes a hole as the arrow flies right through him. The second arrow sticks in his neck, and it looks like he's a little bit bothered by it. But he still is standing, and after a second, his neck tenses and the arrow spit out of his neck. I mean, he is goop. That's what goop does. Two solid hits, though. And now it is Councilman's turn, who has just been probably maybe saved by you guys attacking this creature and distracting it, and he just scoots back on his his hands and, and ass and is just screaming, like, no! No! This is not like this! Not like this! Not like this. He does a five-foot scoot. A five-foot scoot. And then it's Flora's turn. I... You said it seems kind of damaged? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you see uh, there's like an arrow or two sticking out of it. You've watched a couple of your friends attack it, and it seemed bothered by those attacks. But not much. <laughs> bothered. Yeah, just bothered. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if it All makes right. a difference, I'm I'm wielding that arrow like a dagger, so I didn't like leave it in there. I'm 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 still holding. I'm gonna that arrow. say roll me a luck roll to see if it broke. It's a it's a plus one arrow. Arrows okay. um, are uh, not that tough. Here you go. Uh, all right, this is a d20 system, so I want to roll high. Here you go. Here's the roll, seventy one. All right, you're good. Arrow is still safe. You pull it out. Um, Flora, what do you do? I'm gonna do a thing. Gross. A thing that I can do as a cavalier. There you are. I can do yes, you are. Oh, oh. Selka, do the thing. Wrong game. I'm doing a thing. Is she doing the thing? <laughs> so, I have a feat called Tactician. Oh. Which gives everybody one of my feats. Okay. I guess, within 30 feet. Let's... I mean, in a sort of abbreviated way, what I'm doing is giving everybody something called distracting charge. And it says, when your ally with this feat uses a charge action and hits, you gain a plus two bonus on your next attack roll against the target of them. So. Beautiful. So, yeah, oh, so yeah, all of us have that feat. Anybody charges, everybody else gets that bonus. Because we all have the feet right now. Okay. Okay. Oh, standard action. You give everyone the feet. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing that as my turn. Yeah, but how long does that yeah. last? We get up it to four rounds. Three, three rounds plus one round for every two levels. Oh, okay. So if you charge in the next couple rounds, then we'll be good. All right. Correct. Awesome. But the goo monster does not know that, Johnny. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, what do you got to move action on you? Um, maybe I'll back up. Set up for a charge. Because <laughs> fuck you, I know that you mm -hmm. like to get in All my right. face. There. And it looks like Stormac is up next. That could come back to bite you. What? 
What? Just saying, if you scoot back and the monster moves, because well, it's going to go doesn't... before you. No. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I also kind of like the visual where, like, Flora's explaining to everybody how to charge. And, like, Daisy's in that, like, getting ready to pounce position, like, slowly backing up. Like, they're getting ready to go for the ball. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like it. I like it all. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Daisy's got the like the ball tippy taps where she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball." Like, let me charge, let me charge, let me charge. Yeah, awesome. All right, I like it. Um, Stormac will uh, drop the ghost bane arrow. Uh, remember exactly where he dropped it, and <clears throat> he will pull out his old wave blade, which he's always got with him. And he says, uh, uh, slashing, uh, is it? All right, then. And he will attack with a wave blade flurry. Wave blade is a monk weapon, so I can do flurry of blows with it. Here's, here. You monster. Here we go. 19 to hit for 8 damage slashing. Nope, that's going to miss. 12 to hit for 3 slashing. Nice, bro. That'll hit. No, they they both hit. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you come down with the first hit with this wave blade, <laughs> and it slices right through this thing, and some goop flies off onto the bookshelves, and he's like, <laughs> it's really disgusting. Um, <laughs> and some chunks come off of it. Yes. Why don't you describe your kill? Uh, just like slicing jelly and jam for my toast in the morning, slash that sucker in half. I think mm-hmm. I forgot my accent for a second. You I'll work on that. Come down and you slash him in half, and his two halves slide apart from each other and dissipate into a, a steaming pile of goo. And now you're out of initiative. This councilman is curled up in a fetal position against his desk. Just like, just saying, not like this, not like this, not like this, not like this. You're okay, Councilman. By the gods, thank you. You're okay. You saved my life from this horrible being. If it weren't for you, I don't don't know if I would have... Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me help you up. Let me help you up, sir. Isidro just kind of wanders into the, the pile of goop and just like... Kind of scoops a little bit up into a little vial. Uh, give me, give me perception checks. Egon Spangler says, "Take a sample of this." That's an eleven perception. Twelve. Twenty-two. Wait for it. Eight. <laughs> um. Okay. We can. Stop all right. Waiting. So, um. This councilman is gathering himself uh, off the floor and panting, and he's got some big gashes in him. It looks like this creature attacked him. Um, He's panting, and he's got goop on him, and he's just flicking it off of his shoulders. And Stormak, you notice the councilman kind of look over his shoulder for a second when nobody is watching and put something in his coat off of the ground. Mm. And he's just like, oh, I would have been a goner if it, if you hadn't shown up here. Uh, why are you here, anyways? John, did I see what the something was? It seemed to be a solid, shiny object, and that's all you could tell. 
Small, large, bigger than a bread box, smaller than a bread box. The fit in his fist. Well, I'm glad he couldn't fit a bread box in his coat, but yes. We found your dog here, and we thought we should return him to you. Oh, um, River. Oh, I thank God you're safe. And he kneels down, and uh, the dog comes up to him, like, lovingly, and then, like, goes to lick his face, but then, like, kind of stands back a little wary. I'll, I'll look down into his pocket as he kneels next to his dog. Okay, God, give me a perception. Okay, go. That is a 24. Nice, dude. With that roll. As he's kneeling down, his pocket kind of extends a little bit, like widens. Mm -hmm. And you notice what almost looks like a metal or an iron skull. Uh, It's almost like a skull shape. Uh, It's got some designs on it, but you can't really make them out from here. Um, But you can kind of make out uh, almost a skull shape. Um, Not trying to hide or, or, or be sneaky or anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out of his pocket and say, "Oh my god, this, this is quite interesting." This, um, did this come with the slime creature? And I'll show well, it to him and sh- well, show it to what's everyone. What's a roll you think you could make? Oh, okay. Here? Dexterity. Uh, I mean, sleight of hand. If I was trying to do it without him knowing, sleight of hand or dexterity. But, uh, but I mean, straight dexterity, sleight of hand if you were trying to hide it. But exactly, uh, it's it's essentially the same roll. Um, because I don't have any points mm-hmm. in sleight of hand. I'm not a thief. Darn it. Well, you weren't trying to steal it. Exactly. You were just trying to... Exactly. Anyhow, uh, here's here's a, here's a dex roll for you. Um, natural one for a three. Oh, no. oh man. So anyway, I, I reach into his pocket and say, what's this here? So you start to reach into his pocket. Oh, okay. And he sure. grabs your hand. I see this strange iron skull in your pocket, and I thought maybe it had... Something to do with this creature that has attacked you in your own home. You should be ashamed of yourselves trying to rob a poor old man. Stormak. So Sidereal's like crouching next to this pile of ooze. He's like reached down, like with two fingers scooped up some of it onto his fingers, like sniffing it. And during this point, like he looks up and hears that. I'm sorry, what do you say that looked like? This man has an iron skull in his pocket and accuses me of theft. I spoke of it as I did. I will not have my character uh, reproached in such a way. I am not a thief. You uh, reached into my pocket to try and take it from my person. You cannot argue that. I reach over and pick up something off of his desk, and I say, picking something up does not equate thievery. I have picked this up, and I put it back down, and I am not a thief. And Sidriel just looks back down and starts smelling the goo again. Gives a little lick. Ew. You reached into my pocket, my personal pocket, on my person. Picking a thing up off the table is not the same. Highly unacceptable. I thank you so much for saving me, but uh, it does not give you the right to... uh, shake me down like some sort of a highway robber. (laughs) I laugh at him. Councilman, if if I may, uh, there has been a lot of uh, interesting anomalies around town. I do agree with you, but at the same time, I do not believe Stormak a thief, and if he said that he saw something interesting, 
if only you would uh, present said object just so we can do that as a favor for saving your life. Just so we can see it. I will do nothing of the sort, and honestly, I would appreciate it if you left my premises immediately. Very well. Flora moves uncomfortably close to the councilman. Why must you hide this thing? What is? What are you afraid of showing us? We are good people. It is simply none of your business. You've only been here for days. This is not your town. You're an outsider here. And even if you were a trusted friend, I would not appreciate you digging through my pockets to try and loot my lint, <laughs> as it were. Had we not stopped by to help you, you'd be dead right now, covered in goo. None the same. Flora's going to lean over and pet uh, Old River and be like, what's wrong, boy? While being a little too close to the councilman. River will get a little closer to you and, and be loving. I want a sense motive on this fool. What's wrong with him? What is his deal? Yeah, give me a sense motive. Um, that is a 14 on the die for a 21. Um, yeah, uh, you get the feeling that he's probably trying to hide something, um, but you can't, <laughs> <a> feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really put your finger on, uh... So, like, pointedly, but without, like, saying it outright, and with a look on her face, that's... I would like to roll Intimidate if I can, but, um, she's gonna ask him how the goo monster got here. Okay. Yeah, you roll Intimidate. Go for it. So that is a 19 plus 5. 24. 24. Not bad. Uh, how, uh, now tell me how you're intimidating him, please. Um, she just hasn't put her, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Lance away. And she just has accidentally pointed it at his, like, chest area while she's asking. He's like, you've got to be kidding me you are threatening me in my own home just because you saved me doesn't give you the right to point your weapons at me councilman these are unprecedented times I'm sorry that it has come to this but uh, if you haven't noticed there is a lot of spooky spooky things going on around town nothing can be discounted for cheap tricks you have no authority here I disagree. <laughs> I got a good uh, eyeball of that thing in his pocket. Um, I had a 24 for the perception. Can you tell me what it looked like again? Um, yeah, it seemed to just be a, a small trinket of some kind, an iron skull with some designs about it that you couldn't quite make out. Um, but it, and it, and it seemed to be uh, connected to like a chain or a necklace. Okay. So uh, Stormac will take... A five foot step back, backing away from this guy. He's unarmed now. He's put his weapons away and, and uh, mm -hmm. or he did a while ago. And he says, I, I have no quarrel with you, sir. Uh, we have been uh, deputized by your town sheriff. The safety of this town is now our business. Your safety exists only because of us. And you and he, and he like says this more pointedly for Sidriel, are in possession of some sort of pendant with a skull and magical symbols on it, which you refuse to show us. A 
Okay, so Sidra will look at Stormac and be like, Well, I mean, uh, Skull in of itself is a thing. I mean, I got... He starts reaching in his pockets. He's like, and I got this one. He pulls out a bird skull. And he got, you know, this one over here. And this little lizard skull. It's, there's a whole bunch of stuff in his spell component pouch. Just little different creature skulls. I mean, context is important. I mean, Councilman, can't we just clear this up? I mean, here's my skulls. What do your skull look like? Could be fascinating. This is absolutely ridiculous, and I will not have it in my house. I would must ask you to leave immediately. Can I knock him out? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> you can totally try. You can do anything okay. you want in this game. That's why this is the greatest game on Earth. Bonk him. Okay, what do I do? Bonk him. How do I bonk him? Non-lethal bonk. Yes. Uh, roll an attack roll. Okay. Uh, with your weapon, uh, if that's what you're using. Uh, if it's your lethal weapon, it's going to be minus four. Okay. My lethal... I mean, that's all I got. Is If you're trying to knock him out with your lethal weapon, it'll be a minus four to hit. With, like, the, the blunt, like, the butt end of my thing. I'll tell you right now. What? He's not hard to hit. <laughs> yeah, he, okay. He's unarmored and prone. He's a beat up already. He's not prone anymore. Uh, but he is... Let's have that roll. Okay, so hold on. Let me fix... As I had myself all set up to charge, let me fix that. I am not charging. Okay. Roll them so, dice. That is a 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minus four. That'll hit. Okay, I'm gonna knock him out. <laughs> so you smash him with the side of your, your lance, the blunt end. <laughs> uh, roll, roll, roll some damage. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh no, that's my lance. I was looking at the, uh, my dagger. I was looking at the wrong thing. Okay. Mm, six plus two. Yep, he is unconscious. <laughs> you knock him the fuck out. Nice shot, uh, Meg. You just kunk with your lance on the backside of his head. He's like, wait a minute, I'll go! <laughs> he falls to the Sidra ground. Sidra shock, takes a step back and drops his, his bird skull that breaks on the ground. And <laughs> Laura, like, when we get the leopard shot, I hear they have a really good psychology department. We might want to see about some anchor management. <laughs> oh, I know all the therapists there personally. Don't worry about it. Stormak kind of pouts. He doesn't like being uh, misunderstood or, or thought to be anything but good. Wait, was it Stormak or Ozil that drew the dagger on the guy? It's Stormak. Ozil. Oh, Ozil. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, I, I would have said Ozil and uh, Laura. My bad. Recon, fix and post. Cool, cool. Yeah, no worries. See, no, Flora's Ozil... just going to look around and go, what? <laughs> yeah, Ozil is not like taken aback by this at all. In, in the war that he's seen uh, up in Last Wall, uh, dissidents had to be taken care of sometimes. And when you weren't fighting and you were turning around and running, they were just killing all the dissidents. So knocking some guy out for not answering a question is totally par for the course. Yeah. O Ozil will try to catch him, though, before he hits the ground, if that's possible. Reflex save. And... Okay. Do you really want I mean, one, or can that just be possible? You said you're gonna try. <laughs> oh, oh, he'll try. Um, fourteen. <laughs> uh, I was thinking fifteen. He falls to the ground. 
Okay. Oh, no. He bashes his head off oh, the, the stone floor. Um, you can tell he's still breathing. Oh, Jesus Christ! Did you just million dollar baby this guy? Fifteen. Fifteen to catch a guy? Like really? Come uh, on! It just man. came all up right. with it on the spot. Whatever. It's yeah, all. Good. Hits his head on the ringside stool, breaks his neck. He's, he's fine. dead now. He's... Flora is repeating <laughs> as he bleeds from the eyes. He's fine. No, no, he's breathing. He's unconscious. He's alive. Uh, Ozil reach into his pocket and throw the skull over to uh, Stormak. Ah, okay, yes, this is what I saw. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll hand it over to Citriel. <laughs> Does it have a gag in its mouth? Yep. Yeah, so first when you try to hand it to Citriel, he just kind of stops and stares at you blankly, like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? But then once <laughs> he sees the gag in the mouth, he very, like... Uh, eagerly grabs it and starts examining it. Um, can we, uh, also look for anything else that's suspicious on him in this room, uh, in his house maybe real quick? If Sidriel wants to do a quick loop through and give us, uh, information on what we should be looking for maybe? Yeah, I mean, Sidriel's kind of like just fascinated with the object. He's kind of half paying attention to you guys and like, uh, you should probably tie him up. Okay, Flora will tie him up and put a burlap sack under his head so he's not on a hard floor and, like, make sure he's not bleeding, but also not very carefully. I will also put one over his head so he can't see. (laughs) (laughs) But he can breathe. Uh, It's a burlap sack. Stormak will uh, console... Uh, old River and maybe Daisy as well. <laughs> Good Daisy's dog. fine. Just, yeah, She's yeah. seen all kinds of shit. <laughs> She's seen people tied up before. <laughs> I thought Old River wanted to like get away from him a little bit. Yeah, we were getting but, weird okay. vibes off of Old River, or yeah. we thought that he was getting weird vibes off of Totes. Yeah. Also true. So we should probably be looking for devices of necromancy. I don't actually know what those are um, in character, but Sidra would start listing off the things that he would know might be involved in casting necromancy spells. Yeah, I mean, Sidril is probably a lot smarter than uh, Wesley at this point. Very much so. <laughs> we'll say that you guys, you start tearing up the room. You start going through I, looking for I, any evidence. I don't know about tearing uh, up, um, but we're looking. Before we do anything, I think we should go get the sheriff. Um, I feel quite... <clears throat> awkward, um, having entered this man's home and basically assaulted him, even though we were in the right and we were helping him. Um, I, I think we should uh, go find the sheriff. Uh, two of us. I'll get least. him. Oh, you're so <laughs> fast on your <laughs> on Daisy. Uh, do, you, do you want me to come with you? Hey man, what do they call that? What do they call that? Probable cause, man. Cops enter people's houses on probable cause all the fucking time. They justify that shit. That's wrong. Yes, uh, Ozil, I did watch that episode. That, okay. So, yes, uh, that was a very interesting episode. So, Sidriel's gonna peruse these shelves and things, um, mm-hmm. looking for, like, spell components, particularly, like, maybe, like, a mortar and pestle, uh, you know, things he might have done, like, alchemically or magically. You start searching the room. Um, you do find a book that is splayed open on this work shop bench here uh, and it seems to be covered in runes and uh, different magical text uh, but as soon as you pick it up 
to look at it, it bursts into flames. Who who picked up what? <laughs> yeah, nobody picked anything up. Well, yeah, you're putting actions in our character. No. Oh, yeah. right, as soon as you look at it, <laughs> what I, what I was gonna say was I, I cast read magic. <laughs> um, then it bursts into flames. <laughs> oh, he got you. I cast read flames. <laughs> Can I at least get a look at what the page is open to? Yeah, like, I, I understand. I can't pick up the book and like read through it and everything. Absolutely. But, like, can I at least get like a a gist? Um, and yeah, uh, there are hints of necromancy and conjuration. Um, but but yeah, before you can really get a, a, a good read on what, yeah, I got so I so I, I cast read magic. I, I I catch an eye of what it is, and like I get really interested. So I go to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Like what, what once I cast read magic and I can see that like oh shit, this is a book about necromancy. Yeah. that's when I go to like pick it up. And it's like oh, okay, I want to turn the page. I want to see or like I want to look at the cover. And then. <laughs> And it go. burns yeah. into flames. Okay. Boom. But yeah, you before that though, you definitely got um hints of necromancy, conjuration, um bad vibes. <laughs> bad vibes. <laughs> bad man. vibes. And um who's holding the skull? Uh Sidriel's, I believe, has it in his possession currently. That also uh just begins to melt. Like as what as you fuck? pick this book up, all the evidence—that's bullshit. It's just like just falls into a viscous liquid in a pu- a silver puddle on the floor. Nobody touch it. Leave it there. God damn it! We got too excited, and now all the evidence is lost. Tomorrow I can prepare mending as long as we have all the goop. Nice. Try okay, to put it back together tomorrow. Okay, sweep up the goo <laughs> and the ashes, and we'll be fine. Cool. Don't, don't touch I, it. I, I can't don't do, do anything, anything with the ashes. That's well, the book, pet. right? Yeah, I, I can't do anything. I can't. You can't mend ashes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> even if you burn a book. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one of the ways to get past that. I mean, it's just a cantrip. It's not anything special. Right, right, right. But yeah, if you yeah. burn something, it's it's it, it's too many pieces. I assume you can yeah. mend a melted thing back together because it's one break I, my mind is one break but that's uh, it seems legit but uh, maybe we look into it <laughs> it's gonna and be tomorrow anyway I, I would say probably not yeah and, and I don't think you'll find a solid ruling on yeah. an object that's like, can you mend a melted uh, object my ruling as of now is you're gonna have to try to find out I'm down with that yeah I'm, I'm, I'm cool for prepare mending um but as of now, you've got an unconscious councilman who has some suspicious things about him. You've got a man in the jail uh, who you think has been causing these murders and vandalism. And you've got a gang of priests watching guard in the graveyard on account of the undead rising up. Well, Flora just went to go get the sheriff. Yeah, I think right now we're waiting on the sheriff to get here. After a minute... You guys go through this, and Flora gets back with the sheriff. Absolutely. Um, I have briefed him on what happened okay. on the way here. So, yeah, Flora and the sheriff come back, and she's briefed him on everything. And he comes in with a stern look on his face. He's very uh, 
suspicious uh, or, or um, auspicious. It's very concerned. Is one of those words. Sus. He's very spicy. He's like, all right, uh, what the hell do we have here? Does the sheriff not have a token? You may be right. <laughs> that's exactly what he sounds like. If yeah. that's his, if that's what he looks like. <laughs> oh my god, he looks like a, like a better looking John Wayne. Well, alright, uh, what or, the hell do we have here? You've got an unconscious councilman. Look, uh, this doesn't look good. Has John Wayne been spending a lot of time in New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Trust me, Sheriff. Uh, there is good reason for us being here. Uh, what is that? We have reason to believe your councilman is part of the Whispering Way. He's like the the cults that. Are you sure? What 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 evidence do you have of this? Well, we'll start with you. See that pile of goo? Well, uh, let's. Uh... I do. <laughs> we didn't bring it here. I. Far be it from me to suspect a pile of goo of any damn thing. Uh, what does that tell me? What did you guys do? Wait, what? Look here, Sheriff. I wasn't here. Look I here, Sheriff. Stuff <laughs> we came to bring Old River home to his master. We find the councilman under attack by what this pile of goo was of uh, some sort of creature. We defeated it and became this pile of goo that you see before you. Okay. Um, the councilman had this um, uh, this iron skull pendant, which is now this um, this iron uh, other pile of this goo. other pile of <laughs> this uh, li- liquid iron slag here. on the floor. Yes. Um, when the councilman tried to conceal this. Uh, uh, evidence of his connection to the cult. Uh, he became very cagey and um, and throwing accusations around that were unfounded and uh, we had to knock him out. Talk Subdue. him into submission. Yes, well um, so you, he was knocked out. He became defensive when you accused him of being part of a cult. So you knocked him out. No. No, sir. There was no accusation. There was no accusation of the cult. He hid the evidence, and when I asked him what the evidence was, he became very uh, skittish and and, uh, suspicious. So, out, out of character for a second, did we just arrest this guy for resisting arrest? You just yes. knocked this guy out because you right, thought we, he was we just suspicious. beat him unconscious and, and charged him with resisting arrest. With yes. no Okay. Just just I might I might remind you that you're not the law in this town. I appreciate all the help that you've done so far, but I cannot have you just going around accosting anyone that you have suspicions about. You have to see how this is unacceptable. The way he was talking to us, we were not going to be able to get him to you before we got He's fine! It would behoove you to search this house with custody. Look, uh, you've done a lot to help me in this situation, and uh, I'd love to trust you outright, um, 
I can't put him into custody. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the councilmen. Uh, I'll search this house. I, he cannot tell me that I can't search this house. Uh, I'll try and find anything I can to incriminate him. But uh, he looks like when he wakes up, he's going to be real mad. What you're looking for will probably be in books. Do you, do you know Maurice? Maurice Povich? Povich, mm. you do this to yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've met. If you if you don't trust me to help you search, Maurice is probably the next most learned person in this town. The next if, most. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Cyril's Cyril's cocky on the deal. No, no, I caught that. I yeah. caught. It. <laughs> um, if you don't trust me to help you search, given the situation, Maury could. He and I are close. Or he could, uh... <laughs> he, he would at least know what the books mean. Alright, look, um... We're in kind of a tight spot right here with, with him being you, knocked out. He's not gonna be happy when he wakes up. Uh, I wanna believe you and I wanna act on your suspicions, but it's gonna be hard to get that ability... Fuck. He puts his hands to his brow and he's... Maybe, maybe I can get him here now. While this man's unconscious. I, I want to get to the bottom of this. I mean, I'm already here if you want to search now. You can point out anything, I'll tell you what it means, and then if you don't believe me, you can take that evidence to Mori for validation. But if time is of the essence says, if you want to tear this place apart, look, I'll sit here with him. I'll try and come up with something if he wakes up, but let's just, maybe let's try and do it before he wakes up. Sheriff, we, we are not here to steal. We are, we are only here to uncover the truth. And in, 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 in the pursuit of truth, <clears throat> I, I have a proposal. Um, the councilman here accused me of thievery. I vehemently deny any such claims at, at uh, uh, besmirching my character. However, <clears throat> I do not mind deceiving um, a man such as him. I do believe he is the necromancer that we seek, and I, I believe I have a scheme. Um, he was knocked out and then um, upon investigating his materials uh, his book there and I point to the ash and his pendant and I point to the um, mm -hmm. uh, cooling liquid metal there um, uh, melted or catch, caught a flame he, he's unaware of this <clears throat> I propose that you lock him up along with me lock him up for necromancy lock me up for thievery, and uh, then the two of us will be in the jail cell together, and perhaps we can uh, get, uh, we can tell him that we have the evidence, and and um, perhaps he will he will confess to his crimes. You're willing to spend the night in jail tonight uh, with him uh, to try and pull this off? 
with your supervision, yes. I look around, like, eh. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> we've had worse ideas, right? <laughs> I mean, why not both? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stormak, I, uh, I appreciate your uh, valor, but uh, we could potentially use you elsewhere. But yes, I, I do enjoy your plan. I think it's a great idea. Sheriff, we were not here to rob this man. We were here to help him. Uh, and in doing so, we did find evidence to the contrary. Who it may be that he is involved in the greater plot to the, against this town. Well, I, I, I gotta say, I, I apologize for my apprehension uh, with this idea, but by the gods, I think... Uh, think I think this is what we have to do. Uh, if he's involved in this, we need to find out. And, and I can't put it past anybody. I've got no leads other than what you've brought me. So, against my better judgment, let's get Garen behind bars before he wakes up. So, how about Thid and Ozil can stay? I mean, it's too bad we don't have, like, a camera. You can't take fucking pictures. Yeah, well, uh, it sounds like Stormak wants to be put in behind bars with him, uh, so I'll oblige that. I don't necessarily want to be put in jail. Um, if we can do this without that part of it, but... Uh... <laughs> well, of, of course you won't be held there. Uh, that was your idea, not mine. Yes, I'm. I'm prepared. It, it was your idea. I'm prepared. Yes, let's do that. Uh, I. You trust that my men will be aware of your situation, and you will not be held there against your will by any means. Um, but if you can get any information out of him, if it needs to be in a cell, then God's damn it, let's let's make it happen. Yes, I, I hand over all my possessions except for my clothing uh to ozil right uh so uh, you hand over your stuff to ozil and it sounds like mm-hmm. you're going to jail yeah and um but in the meantime can Cidril and whoever else do whatever you want house and okay sorry i had to run the bathroom uh so you going to jail uh, so <laughs> stormac is going to put in a cell and um try and get some kind of confession out of them and while the rest of you do whatever you want. Okay. It really seems like Flora should be going to go to jail, but, you know. What was that, Wes? I, I, also, I also feel like uh, you might need Ozil to carry him back with the sheriff. Maybe Flora and Sidriel stay in the house, if you guys are going to do that okay. and search the house. Sure. Because uh, Sidriel knows what he's looking for. Yeah. And, I mean, we, could, uh, we could definitely use somebody who's really good at searching. Yeah, but high perception, which is Daisy? not me. <laughs> I don't have great perception either. I think it's, uh, I mean, my dog does, but she can't tell us anything. She can find it. She can sniff it out. She can sniff it out. So, who's staying here? Who's going to jail? I'll stay. I think I think they're right. I think everybody, everybody else has to go. Okay. I will help carry the councilman. Okay. So... Said Stan and Stormax going. 
Ozil and Stormak, Sheriff Collar, and unconscious councilman head to the jail. Correct. Sidril and Flora stay here to tear the house apart. Maybe not tear. Tear <laughs> yeah. is probably the wrong word. Burn it. But you burn the house. More like burn it down. Yeah. In in yeah. Inspect closely. With fire. With fire. <laughs> Everything you yes. inspect okay. immediately incinerates <laughs> itself. Uh, yeah. so go, uh, why don't you go ahead and you two give me perception checks. Um, and w- while the Dormac and Ozil are walking with the sheriff to the jail. How long do we have to search? Uh, as long as you want. Uh, through the evening. It's, it's late on? afternoon, early evening. Um, so yeah, you can take some time to search. You can take 20. No, yes. can, we, can we do the, like, take, take the 20? 20 plus your bonus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like, yeah, we have enough Yeah, you're not rushed or anything. Over and over again. Okay, so 22 for okay. Sidriel. 25 for Daisy and 22 for... Flora. Okay. All right, guys. I got a really important question for the whole group. Where is Old River gonna go? Is he gonna stay or is he gonna go? Oh, he's staying with Daisy. Okay. All okay. Right. <laughs> right. Um. So as you guys <laughs> leave the house, he would try to follow you out of the house. I don't know. Should we let him stay with his man, or should we keep him here? I still let no, the we... dog do what he wants to do. He's a grown ass adult. <laughs> he's not. And um. We can he shut, old keep him river. in the house. Yeah, but you like kick a dog back when it's like trying to leave, and we like shut the door behind him. He's used to having free reign throughout the town. I don't know. Yeah, and like, would it like make the guy more willing to talk if his pup is there? I think let's just I'll see just what Old River wants to do. The dog's interesting. Yeah. Like, it's a small town. Like, you know, a dog can just wander. It's fine. Everybody knows whose dog it is. Yeah, let John yeah. call it. Thought he's gonna get hit by a car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what wants, does Old River say, do? If he wants to follow, let him follow. He's gonna try and follow. Yeah. Well, that's what he does then. And as you guys come out and you make your way toward the jail, Old River is gonna go toward the gazebo into the town square. Hmm. Okay. Really likes the gazebo. Yeah, it's a spot. Um, he's gonna curl up, and you know, it's, that's the spot you've always seen him in. Alrighty. Just out of character, second here. Is that that we've constantly found him at the gazebo? Uh, yeah, you've almost exclusively seen him there. And when he saw, when we brought him home and he saw the councilman, he was taken aback, like almost scared of the councilman? Uh, no, he was actually kind of loving toward the councilman. But you said he went to lick him and kind of hesitated. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, yeah, um... That's right. He he went to like be loving, uh, but then yeah, he was a little hesitant. Hmm. Yeah. See, even the dog gale? knew. Um, yeah, I'm just curious if the actual councilman is like buried under that because he or something. <laughs> yeah, also. Oh, right, yeah. but was he was he also covered in goo at the time when the dog tried to like be affectionate and then was um, like, oh, there I'm was there was clothes. like remnants of that creature on him where he'd been attacked. I don't know what kind of dogs you guys have ever had, but if I came home covered in goo, my dog would be about it. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. is yeah, true. Yeah. That's, That's true. very true. 
Dogs don't know to understand good and evil. They're too They're pure. the only ones that <laughs> understand good and evil. Most goo is evil. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, all my goo is pretty evil. I, I'd say I don't know you personally, but I think I have to say that's not what your mom said last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the inside of an egg yolk of an over-easy egg is, is not uh, evil. It is delicious and good. I'm just saying. And my cat would eat that shit off my face if I let her. Me too. <laughs> Wait. I feel like a cat would also eat your face. Me too. It no. also would, yeah. yeah. Are no, you not absolutely. A cat person? Yeah. I'm if fine I with was... cats. I just understand that if I were to die, that cat is eating my face before oh. the paramedics show well, up. Yeah, once yeah, you're dead, you're, you're fair cold. game. Yeah, come on, man. Circle of life or whatever. <laughs> Didn't you watch The Lion King? <laughs> All right, so I am the Lion King. Uh, you guys <laughs> are s- searching through the house. <laughs> yes, particular interest to books. Um, checking drawers for hidden uh hi- uh, hidey holes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you know, false, false backs and things like that. Yeah, um, looking for any kind of notes, parchment. Um, checking the fireplace for, like, recently burned documents. Yeah, so, you, um, with, a Flora with a 25. You mean Daisy. Daisy, never mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't, anything? Come right, on. So, she could catch a so smell you, or a scent you go or through something. all of the bookshelves all of the, the library the bedroom the the drawers like anywhere you could try to find anything and you know you find maybe some books that yeah, could be suspicious like uh, they have to do faintly with necromancy but you found the same books in Lorimer's house you found the same books at the unfurled scroll like it's not that damning um damning enough in this town it seems though Daisy kind of picks up a scent though in the fireplace and uh, maybe maybe you pick up on her 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 sniffing or her maybe she barks or, or makes a noise at it, does it a pointer kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And you notice that it does look like somebody has burnt something. Uh, lots of pages of something. There's like burnt pieces of paper and ash. What looks like remnants of pages in the fireplace. And in the center, you see um, a shape in the ash itself um, that kind of resembles a skull with a gag in it. Like drawn into the ash with finger um as as though it was something that had been burnt like a, a shape of ash is there a fire in the fireplace currently no there are embers still okay don't touch it can I use precedentation to extinguish the embers and just leave everything in its current position sure so I cast precedentation just to like cool the embers 
to stop any more burning and just leave everything as it is. What's that look like? Um, I guess me kind of like waving my hands over. I almost kind of want to cast it as like a ritual, like just like slowly like drawing the heat out of the uh, out of the embers as they slowly cool and turn to coal. Ooh, that's cool. It looks like water bending. Hmm. Yeah, for sure, or fire bending, but cooler. Uh, <laughs> Have I seen you do magic yet? Uh, I think you saw me cast something. Just a little, you saw me cast read magic a little earlier. Were you? No, oh, you I were in the here. room when I. Yeah, no, I don't think you've seen me do magic yet. Okay, she'll go. Oh, when'd you learn to do that? I mean, like, shit. Well, I, sorry, out of character. What was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> So yesterday, uh, Kendra and I spent a lot of time Naked. looking over the book that her dad left. <laughs> the one you found in the trash can. <laughs> I, I figured it out. I, I figured it out. Oh! <laughs> and so now you can do fiery stuff. No, no, it's cool. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Look at this. And he like does a thing, and he like blow dries and like grooms Daisy like instantaneously <laughs> she's like spotless and floopy a floor yes. is applauding you like a child like oh wow great <laughs> it usually takes hours <laughs> yeah yeah Sindriel's like super super proud of just the most mundane little cantrips that he can guess fuck yeah dude Flora's very proud of you too uh, so you're able to cool all the embers and um, without damaging or moving anything and uh, you still you see this skull shape uh, which seems to have something like a, a shape in its mouth in the design uh, it seems to be made of ash though so made of ash yeah okay and, and I mean look if I'm standing there looking at it it doesn't look like like, if the sheriff comes back and I'm like, look at these ashes, it doesn't look like I just, like, drew a design with ashes, right? Like, clearly something It looks like, a, a, yeah, it's a shape of something that had been burned, for sure. Okay, so we will try to preserve that as best we can. Yeah. Um, Ozil and Stormak, you go to the pris- the jail with uh, Sheriff Collar. Uh, you're carrying this unconscious councilman, and he throws him in a cell next to Gibbs Heffinus, who is, like, not happy. Gibbs is like, Oi! Why are you gonna let me out of here? I don't belong here! Uh, this is ridiculous! I did nothing! Let me out! I And the sheriff is just kind of ignoring him as he puts the councilman into the cell next to him unconscious. He he be he became conscious on the on the walk no, home. No, no, no. Uh, councilman is unconscious, and you put him in the cell. The last guy that we Gibbs, arrested. Yeah, Gibbs is in the oh, cell okay. next to him, uh, yelling at. Sorry. <laughs> We're just you like that, Meg? <laughs> I didn't do Dude, anything. Suspicious. Wait, you bastards! You green shit! Is there only one cell? Yeah. How many cells are there? Uh, there's four. Two empty. Okay, nice. Two full. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh. Alright, good. I don't have to be in a cell with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked to be put in the cell with him, though. Well, Jason. No, he said jail. He didn't say in the same cell. Are you sure? If the cells are... If, if we can talk to each other... Oh, dang, you know, there's only Jason two. Cells. Oh, oh, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd be, you'd be put in the cell next to him. 
Uh, so you you, so you put a, you put him in the cell. He's unconscious, and 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 Sheriff Collar is like, "You're sure uh, you're fine with staying the night here? Uh, I mean, my boys will be on hand twenty four seven, but." As long as it's alright with you, uh, I'd like to see you here getting some answers if you can. I'm sorry, John, you cut out a little bit. So you'd like getting to... some ants? <laughs> if you got any man cans, <laughs> I'd like to see him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, he says, Are you sure you're fine with this? Uh, my boys will be on hand. Yes, Sheriff. Uh, I actually could use a little bit of rest. So, seeing as how he is uh, still sleeping soundly, I think I will go to sleep as well. Alright, well, uh, I, you'll be on guard. I mean, I want to say be careful, but yeah, you'll be fine. Um, I'm gonna go check on the boys that are keeping guard at the monument, and uh, I'm gonna do my rounds. I got a couple guys here. Just yell if you need anything, uh, and they'll bring you some food or water, anything you need, okay? Thank you, Sheriff. And and have your men feel free to wake me up. I'm no nobleman. I'm, I can uh, uh, treat me uh, as needed. I, I'm, I can handle what? it. What? I'll let them know. <laughs> Do whatever you meaning, want to them, Meaning boys. that they can, make, they can wake me up if, <laughs> if they don't need to. He's all yours. <laughs> um so yeah um he'll he'll leave and and um he'll take ozel and be like uh take care uh you know find out what you can i'll see you soon i'm gonna do my patrol let me know if you find anything sheriff uh Maybe I should accompany you on your patrol, and we swing past the house of the councilman and see if they have found anything on our way back. Uh, it sounds like a great plan. Uh, I'll make that my first stop. Let's go. I mean, well, maybe not first, but uh, when it comes, I will. I should accompany you if you would like me to. Sheriff, I I understand this doesn't look like much, uh, but. I want you to take a good look at the figure in the ashes there. Alright. You take my word for it, this is a clear sign of the Whispering Way. The skull with a gag. This is the cult you've been telling me about. Absolutely. If you don't trust me, you can ask Maury. I'm sure he's at least read enough to at least point you to a book that would describe the same thing. Would it be weird, Sheriff, that uh, this councilman right here was the one who found Professor Lorimer? We have had evidence to suggest that the Whispering Way was the one who killed Lorimer. And the Whispering Way has some business at the prison? This... Where he found Lorimer? This is pretty disconcerting. I'll tell you what, uh... This... And he, he goes to pick it up. And it just poof, turns to du- ash dust in his hand. What a jerk! No, 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 no! What a jerk! No. <laughs> well, Jared, oh, I really, Jeff. really wish you hadn't done that. Not, but uh, look, it, uh, he puts his ha- his hand on his brow. He's like, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, 
To be honest, I'm probably the only person this evidence would matter to anyways. Uh, he smears ash across his brow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's accidentally exactly. casting a ritual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no, he's he's infected. Oh, the goop shit. comes back to life. Uh, um, no, um, he's like, look, I'm with you here. Uh, I'm, I wish I hadn't done that just to talk the other councilmen and women into believing us, but I believe you, and I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep him under bars no matter what until we get to the bottom of this, okay? Um, the councilmen have a lot of sway here, but I believe I can, I can keep him there no matter, no matter what until we find the truth. Well, I, I do also have a I guess we'll call it a hair y'all roll play. Hmm. Oh, what? Um, y'all roll's my god's name. Um, I assume there isn't oh. a Virgin Mary. Oh. <laughs> okay. Nobody understands. Way over our heads. <laughs> Too smart for you, an elf. Whoa, what are you, fucking elf? What are you, from Keonan or something? <laughs> what are you thinking, better than me? <laughs> Um, if we can get access here again tomorrow, I could, I, I don't know, I just kind of am figuring this out, but I might be able to figure out how to fix the thing he had in his pocket. Alright, um, yeah, anything you want, alright, uh, it would at least give you some solid evidence. Tomorrow's a big holiday, um, I'm gonna be on constant patrol as well as the priests and the rest of my boys, it's with everything that's been happening lately these zombies for lack of a better word this the, this cult uh, I'm just I feel real uneasy and I, I got everyone on edge and, and uh, I got everyone on high alert tomorrow uh, for Asmin holiday if you want to get access to this house tomorrow, nobody's gonna stop you, alright? Uh, I think people will be pretty preoccupied. Uh, Flora, have you gotten a chance to talk to Blarney's family? Uh... Frankly, I didn't know she had family. Am I that close to her? Like The family <laughs> came and got twice. the body and left. Right? Yeah, they asked you to be a. Uh, oh, fuck. Bearer. Yes, okay. I have. Flora to them. is very close to Blarney. What? What we just learned is that Meg hates Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> so, my God. I, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> like, I worked with They her all like look the same. Yeah, sure. Some Hathaways came and picked her body up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I worked with her like two or three nights. And then I okay, fine, whatever. Um, no, I, I haven't, I haven't spoken to her family any more than to agree to be a pallbearer. He's like, all right, well, you know, they've been, they've been pretty preoccupied themselves. Um, I would suggest maybe checking in with them in the morning, because uh, I think they're counting on you. Uh, For the to, to be a pallbearer, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 as yeah. No, I don't yeah. know how familiar. A lot of you are with this holiday, but it's generally 
a time where people who are less fortunate can bury their dead free of charge uh, thanks to the grace of the Ferasmin Church. Um, there will be a parade of uh, coffins and uh, they'd like you to be a part of it. Uh, if you get uh, you know, they'll probably be in the town square in the morning uh, getting ready. If you could just check in with them. I, if that's what you want to do, don't far be it from me to pressure you. In fact, I don't think I spoke to them. I think the sheriff told me that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, so I've never met these people, but I agree. Yes, she's my friend, so I will do it. Yeah, and that's kind of why friend. he's bringing it up now, is because he told you, and you know, he knows that they've been really busy uh, with arrangements and, and mourning. Right. Um, we shall observe the day, Sheriff. I, I appreciate your uh, understanding in these matters. Of course. Well, I've got Gibbs got Garen uh, behind lock and key. I can't thank you enough for finding at least suspects uh, making some headway in this case. Um, but maybe we should all just try and get some rest and uh, come back to this tomorrow after after we're done observing this uh, morning holiday. I agree, Sheriff. There is nothing more prescient than observing Phrasma's will to shepherd the souls across into their immediate homes. Hmm. Funny, you never really struck me as a religious man. <laughs> yeah, I once was, Sheriff. I'm trying to find my ways. I hope the gods are with us in the times to come. Get some rest, you all. I'm gonna make my rounds and try to do the same. Although I haven't been sleeping very well lately. I shall accompany you, Sheriff. Alright, let's go. And, uh, yeah. He'll take you with, uh, to do his rounds around town. And uh, where are the rest? Do the rest of you head back to the house? No. <laughs> what time of day is it? Uh, it's probably like mid-evening at this point. Like five, six. So, was I misinterpreting the thing with the dog, or... Because I kind of want to go check out the gazebo, but I feel like I might have just been misinterpreting like an offhand comment about. No, I mean it seems kind of weird. That's just I that, thought it was that just weird. seems to be the spot where he likes to hang out. Um, He's got like a little straw bed or something. Uh, not even. You know, uh, you see, you see, He's that's a that's spot. a lot of times where the kids in the town square are playing, and they'll be playing with Old River. Um, and yeah, he's got like just a little worn little spot there where he likes to lay. And, and you know, that's where he's gone nice. whenever you've part ways with him. Okay, Sidra is oblivious to what people think about him. He's going to go try to get under that because he can go. Floor's going to follow you around. Cool. Uninvited. Uh, all right, so you guys go to the gazebo. Uh, the sun is coming down. It's a cool, brisk night. Uh, there are not a cloud in the sky. There's hundreds of stars. 
Um, Stormac, what are you doing? If the councilman is passed out, then I'm gonna pass out. I'm. I'm. Uh, That's you right. Know, I forgot uh, you're in a jail cell. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, also, uh, if you're, you're also, uh, yeah. uh, also, I'm, I'm down. Uh, I, I got one. I got minus one strength damage. I got, one, I got one point off my strength. So, uh, I, I have been looking forward to getting some Z's right. all day long. Yeah, you guys got a little fucked up in the prison there. Yeah, I'm still hurting from that. You can still use to rest. Yep. So I've been looking forward to some rest. So I, I cozy right into my cell. Go to sleep. So, Ozel, you're on patrol with Sheriff Collar. Uh, you go... Go yeah. ahead, so. No, just as he makes his rounds, and maybe if he makes his rounds past uh, the house a couple times, and he's going to his way, I can go my way, mm-hmm. and go back up and go to bed also. All right towards uh, Kendra Lorimer's house. So you guys, you, you make a couple rounds uh, and um, you check out the the, um, the memorial. There's two men standing guard there. No bloodstains in sight. Uh, they nod as you walk by. Sheriff nods. Uh, you maybe go by the graveyard. And... Uh, he looks out into the distance and sees the the torchlights of Father Grimbrough and his priests. Um, he watches for a second to make sure they're all right and there's nothing going on and he's all right, passes on. And uh, yeah, the town seems quiet. Uh, people are turning in early. Uh, you, there's no traffic outside or inside that you can tell at the Laughing Demon. As Sidriel and Flora come up to the gazebo. So I kind of, uh, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel, the way I'm picturing it is that you just kind of walked out, like, focused on the gazebo like I'm gonna get under that fucking gazebo and Flora was just like oh okay I guess we're going home so she started following him like yeah, no words like, spoken I, I was standing, like, like thinking about stuff for a second and then like clearly had an idea and just walked out of the house right so and yeah and she, you kind of you're going in the direction of the Lorimer house because it's right in the middle of town right and we're kind of to the north yeah I'm going across like the river on the north side of town and then going down like uh, yeah yeah, so she's like, oh, we're going home. And then, like, as you get to a point where you're, like, veering off, she's like, oh, yay. And just kind of out of curiosity, she's following you around and does has no idea what you're doing. Like, you haven't talked about it. Nope, just I had an idea and just went with it. Okay. So you're going to follow him, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, friendly follow, not, like, sneaky follow. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're following, it's a, it's a pretty... Good walk. So I mean, I, I probably noticed she followed me. Probably tell you at some point. Like, I don't know. There's something weird. Like, why was the dog there? Why was the dog weird to his owner? Like, something. I don't know. That's weird, right? Like, yeah, he seems. Daisy never acts like that around you. No, he seemed a little afraid of him. So yeah, I, I kind of just fill you in on. I think there's something. It seems odd to me that the dog is spending all the time that you need though. Yeah. 
Let's do it. Let's. What are we doing, though? What are you doing? <laughs> As you come up to the gazebo, you see Old River there. Lays lackadaisically, uh, like snoring. L- lazy daisical, lazy daisy. Lazy daisy, <laughs> uh, kind of snoring, just resting on the side, of, uh, in, under the gazebo, but off to the side. Uh, I guess I kind of like look to where, like, what side of the gazebo he is at. Like, walk around and look to see, like, is there already like easy access under the gazebo? Like, is it just like open underneath? Uh, if not, is there like a little spot of like lattice sort of like where you might be able to get under to do some kind of maintenance or something? Um, yeah, uh, you don't notice anything like that. Uh, it doesn't look like there's been any tampering or, or any... There's no way to get under it or like built way and it doesn't seem like there's any forced way either. I cast Detect Magic. Okay. Um, you do not detect any magic. I, I circle it a couple of times, like doubting that I don't detect any magic, because like I was pretty certain something was gonna be here. I circled a couple of times. Flora's gonna go sit down next to Old River and just kind of watch him, mm-hmm. like observe. Uh, yeah, and you know, you spend like a half minute, minute or so, like circling it, and uh, I, I probably spent a good like five minutes, like. Circling it, thinking to myself, like, no, there has to be something, and like circling again. And yeah, you don't detect any auras of magic. I just kind of look over to floor, and I suppose not every hypothesis is correct. Probably time for bed. Okay. Good effort, though. And, um. He pats Old River. <laughs> Think you coming with us, boy? No, he puts his nose back into his legs and wants to go back to bed. Ozil, uh, do you head back to the house too after uh, you do some patrolling with the sheriff? Yeah, once uh, the sheriff thinks that he's gonna kind of turn in, I'm sure it gets late and he, uh, you know, he's probably got a family or whatever, and uh, I will retire at the same time he retires. All right. Unless he's going to stay up all night, and then I will retire at a decent hour. Um, yeah, he'll... So people are watching Stormak, right? Like, there's yeah, people awake. Yeah, there are men there. Okay. Uh, Stormak, as uh, you are laying down in the jail cell, you see Gibbs next to you in uh, two cells down, and you see councilman one cell down out cold uh, he doesn't wake up throughout the night at all uh, but you see Gibbs tossing and turning and mumbling in his sleep um, and it kind of maybe even wakes you up at a certain point and he's just like run run no I didn't I didn't I didn't do it and um, he, he's just saying Essentially, that's what you hear, but he, he's in his sleep, uh, mumbling. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't wake up though. Okay, and and um, the councilman doesn't is not woken up by that either. Yeah, he seems out cold. He's like okay. He's not like bleeding or something, right? Um, is he concussed? <laughs> he so might have a concussion. concussion. <laughs> uh, it's, nobody did a heel check, so. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, um, he just see, he's breathing. You know, that's the most. <laughs> Can I do tell. a heel check right now? Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like I said natural I twenty the for a twenty-three. Um, he has testicular okay. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. He did a full exam. Oh, it's sad for him. No, they're in the same cell. Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> quick heel check on He's this guy. A couple uh, testicular cancer. It's not good. It's oh, not good. Ew. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> that's what you get for rolling a natural twenty, folks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta check everywhere, right? So, so we'll say you you spend the night feeling balls through the bars. Um, Ozol, maybe you and Sidril and Flora maybe show up back at the Lorimer Estate at the same time, and uh. Kendra's still up. Um, she's actually sitting on the porch uh, in a rocking chair, kind of uh, has a pipe. She's just kind of chilling. So there's one thing, one more thing I wanted to ask on my way back to the Lormers. Okay. I wanted to stop by the magic shop. Okay. And see if she was selling any scrolls. Okay, uh, so at this point, it's going to be a little late for them to be open. Uh, but that's totally something you can do in the morning. Well, they, they might they, they might have uh, Day of Bones Day sales. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I was hoping to pick up a scroll and detect thoughts. Ooh. Day after Day of Bones. Yeah, or yeah, day after day of bones. You, you gotta wait two days of their uh, sidereal. Then, yeah. then the sales really. It's get all about, it. it's all about the Gray Friday. <laughs> Yeah. Black Bones Day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, it's a little late for the magic shop. Uh, most of the storefronts, the only thing that's open at this hour right now is Laughing Demon, and they've been pretty devoid of business uh, for the day or two. Interesting. But you come back, Kendra is on the porch, welcoming, like, oh, I, I was wondering when you would all show up. Uh, Where's Stomach? Well, that's a long story. He's in jail. Oh! He's in my jail. Heavens. What? What happened? No, no, all, all for virtuous purpose, I, I assure you, but. Uh, Who will make the pancakes? He must remain there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna feed us? <laughs> That's fair. He was well. Kendra, get in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I'm dying. Um. All right, but yeah, maybe you know, maybe you explain to her. I don't. Know, do you explain to her the deal with Stormac being in? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and she's she's very curious and, and cautious and and just like, oh wow, this has all gotten so crazy. I, I don't know what we would do without you here uh, trying to solve this mystery. My father's death has been eating at me these last few days, and uh, I just know that you you all will bring some kind of light to it. Uh, you already have. 
I, I just know he brought you here for a reason, whatever it may be. Thank you. Oh, could I ask you of a favor? No, of course, Kendra. I'm, I'm supposed to be receiving a shipment in the morning. Um, just some household supplies and foodstuffs, uh, but uh, I, it needs to be delivered from the general store in the morning. Uh, uh, Ozo will look at uh, his two other compatriots. I, I could do that. I have business in the square in the morning, and honestly, this whole Parasma business is strange to me. Of course, Kendra. I will uh, observe the holiday, but uh, I am more than happy to go and pick up your shipment in the morning. Thank you so much. Um, Citriel and Ozil, we should be able to take care of it. Uh, Flora, um, I'm so sorry, but... Uh, the fist whistles stopped by earlier this evening. Uh, they were asking for you. You're supposed to... Um, excuse me, but... Be a pallbearer tomorrow? Yes, I believe that's the plan. Um, they... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that all you have to say? I mean... <laughs> What? <laughs> they... Oh yes, my dear friend. <laughs> I mean, you're just so you're just so stoic about she's the whole situation. Like, she's yeah. seen she's a, a lot badass. of dead halflings. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, they asked if if just you kidding. would meet them in the morning. Um. Out. Uh, not quite the town square, but uh, out sort of outside the Laughing Demon. It was a big part of her life, as I understand. Yes, of course. Um, Thank you the, for delivering the message. Yes, uh, they seemed very grateful. It's so nice of you. I don't think they really have much of anyone. But... Ah, uh, well... Go on. I, th- <laughs> I don't really... <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Ouch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't have it. Like, I'm not talking directly to them. I'm, yeah. She's giving me a third person account. Yeah, she didn't know Blarney that well. She's more just uh, concerned for your well being. Uh, she's like, I'm truly sorry for your loss. Thank you. There's a little bit of stew left on the pot if you are all hungry, but um, I'm going to retire. And it seems like perhaps we all have a day ahead of us tomorrow. Perhaps, perhaps we should get some rest. Indeed, Kendra. Thank you for your compassion and ongoing hospitality. And she kind of nods sullenly and uh, slowly heads upstairs to go to bed. Yes. All the same. Also. Also me. Um, you all go to bed as well. As people are like kind of going to bed, where is uh, 
Stormak? Or did you already go Stormak is in prison. Oh, you're in jail right now. <laughs> He's in Horrorstone. <laughs> Alone. No, uh, yeah, he's so, in a jail so I, cell. So I'm, I'm in jail, not prison. Yeah. Sidra <laughs> was trying to find someone to relate to about not understanding this, like, morning death thing. Like, Sidra hasn't had anyone cl- close to him die in, like, since he's been born 120 years ago. It's a long time. Like, Gam Gam, yeah, I mean, she's 630, but she's still fine. Yeah, and it must be odd, too, um, because everyone in this town is pretty focused on death at the moment not just because of everything that's been happening but also this day of bones which is um a pretty big for holiday uh where a lot of people uh will will, you know wait to inter their dead on this holiday you know cinderella is definitely both weirded out and extremely intrigued by this, like, fascinating concept of, like, death being a constant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, for you would you would like Phrasma, you know, if you haven't read the holy texts as Sidriel, it would definitely be intriguing to you, for sure. Yeah, he, he just can't, like doesn't connect with it. He just doesn't understand why it's so important to everybody, because it's just not a thing he's ever experienced, really. Totally. I mean, elves would not be a uh, Farazian race. Yeah, I don't even think they worship her in Kionan. Yeah. It's probably pretty alien to them. Just elves in general, because they live so long, like, it's, it's mostly humans and orcs, like, things that are just short-lived. Fleeting. Right. Like, I mean, I, I get the elves and like more travel, or more, uh, I don't want to say cosmopolitan, more, more mixed places maybe going to Parasmin because like coming to terms with their friends dying all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I remember more, 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 uh, more like militaristic elves maybe. Oh, it's like if I'm an elf and I live in like Absalom, like I'm gonna have human friends that die. Mm-hmm. All you know, to an elf all the time, like every, every forty to yeah, fifty yeah. years, someone's dying. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. But if I live in Kiona, like, yeah, I mean, my mom's, you know, she's two hundred and sixty, and my dad's two eighty. Yeah, he's not looking so hot, but uh, he might live huh? another hundred. Oh, they, they got three or four hundred more years in them. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something like that, right? Uh, I, th- I think the max lifespan for elves and Pathfinder is 750 years old. Right, or you're like, yeah, my dad's about 550, but, uh, you know, he's got another hundred years in him. Oh, that's know? Gam Gam. Gam Gam's 630. She's, she, <laughs> she, if she keeps living her good life, she's got another hundred in her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm dead at 45, and I'm like right there at the edge of of the half orc um, age limit. Yeah, so I I I, I don't know how to roleplay because it's uh, weird to put myself in that headspace of someone who lives for 600 years. But like that's probably what, like Cedric would probably be asking you like not rude but definitely inappropriate questions about like your relationship with death. I, I don't think that that's inappropriate at all because I feel like um, uh, Ozil, it, it, he was like a battlefield medic. 
Right, he saw death. He saw elves dying all the time. He saw humans dying all the time. He said orcs dying all the time. He was like a battlefield medic on the battlefields of like World War One. He saw death all around him. So for him, like Phrasma is like very strong connection. And so like that makes a lot of sense to him. His death is everywhere around him. So is it we'll go in character for a second so is it that is it is it, is it fear of the unknown why why celebrate it I don't I just don't get it it's because the the soul is eternal my young friend and the soul must continue Phrasma was the first step off of the block and she built the world that we inhabit and the only way that we can define our existence is by living through her the undead are the abomination they are the exception to the rule there is no way but to shepherd the soul into the next life into the graveyard well, I mean, I, I guess I get that. I don't want to see Gam Gam come back up after she dies, but... I mean, it, it... It seems to celebrate it. You want them to die? I want them to be... shepherded. I want them to be passed on. Phrasma needs to do her work, and as the first immortal that came into this... universe... It is her duty to do so. Wouldn't it be better to try to keep people from dying in the first place? Uh. I mean, I've read um, on, like, Saren Ray, and she doesn't like the undead, but she. It seems like she tries to help people. Uh, Master Sidriel, I feel like this is your work to prolong life and if you can prolong life in one soul you can keep them from Phrasma but once they have passed into her realm she must judge them on the spire so she's like a soul bouncer? <laughs> yes in the club the everlasting club I like Souls. Soul Bouncer is a good band name. Yes, it is, actually. I'm down. Um, Anyways, out of here. That, that conversation will continue to just ask you question after question after question until you stop him. How about... Sure. How about you guys uh, both draw a card? Draw a hero card for that roleplay. That was pretty cool. Uh, what card you get? Uh, the Waxworks. Looks like it's a shield of chaotic evil. Mm. The Waxworks. Maybe one day you guys will meet someone who can tell you what these mean. Fuck. I I got Already the one. one. <laughs> I I I feel like you probably should have got this one. I'm pretty sure we can swap them if we want to. Well, I got the foreign traitor. Ooh. Traitor, like... True neutral not... wisdom, it looks like. Or maybe intelligence. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. True neutral wisdom. Yeah. That's a cool looking picture. Got an evil monkey. Yeah, that thing's pretty. That thing's pretty fucking sweet, to be honest. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not even sure it's a uh, tall elf with a bunch of gold hanging off him and a bunch of goods with a seemingly evil monkey. Yeah, he looks pretty evil. Oh yeah, mine's mine's a guy in chains being in chains being dipped into a bubbling cauldron of wax. Oops. Ooh, that's not. <laughs> it's awesome for me because shields means I can take an extra action, which means I can cast two spells on the same turn. Chaotic evil means I can make somebody fail a saving throw, and since I cast spells, that's also pretty fucking awesome for me. Yeah, awesome. So you all drift off to sleep, I imagine, at some point, and. As the sun rises, uh, you see out your bedroom window, maybe, that uh, there's a thick fog uh, in the air, blanketing the town. You can hardly see across the street through the fog. Perfect time to have a creepy day of bones. Sidril and Ozil, you have uh, told Kentra that you would go pick her shipment up from the general store. And Flora, you have signed up to meet the Fist Whistles Mm -hmm. uh, outside of the laughing demon. Kendra's got some breakfast and some coffee made up. Um, She's in a somber mood. She's not very talkative this morning. Um, She really hates making breakfast, huh? She is just so pissed that you're in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ah. It's just Is that why she's the same. I, I can't make these pancakes taste the way he does. <laughs> but she tried your recipe, though. That's the I bare tried, minute. but I just I don't think I added enough limestone. <laughs> Kendra, there's plenty of limestone in these pancakes. <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> Perhaps I added too much. Um. But yeah, she feeds you guys up, and she's like, "I'm, I'm just not, not quite feeling very energetic today. I think I'm going to stay inside um, again." And um, she'll get you fed and on your way, though. I imagine you make your ways um, towards the town square, and as you come outside. The fog is so thick in the air, you can barely see five feet in front of you. Pea soup. Yeah, it's thick like pea soup. You could cut it with a plus one dagger. If anybody had one. And you'll have plus one arrows can be used as daggers. Well, you're in jail, so... And no, you have all of his stuff. 
I could cut them with your <laughs> stuff. Stormac, goddammit. <sighs> no, I left all of I left all of Stormac's shit at the jail. <laughs> Is that what you I, would want me to do? I have a plus player. Sorry, John. Wait, why are we arguing about this? <laughs> I'm going to say that your stuff because it's important. is wherever you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. It's important where Stormag wants his stuff. Where would you have liked me to leave your stuff? He boofed it all to the cell with him. <laughs> yeah, okay. He, he yeah. looks a little I imagine small. it's probably, like, right outside of his cell. Okay, cool. Because I don't want to have to, like, him find yeah. me or whatever. Elder Scrolls rules. It's in a chest immediately outside yeah, of the jail cell every that you lock up damn time. That's, that's fair. Yeah, every goddamn Just like time. there's always a cave behind the waterfall. So Look at that in post. You wake up. You come out. You get it breakfast. Um, and come out into the thick fog. And there is complete silence. An eerie silence on the air. Other than a faint sound of music lingering on the air, floating through the mist, this haunting uh, melody uh, sounds like it's a, maybe it's a flute. Draw my bow. Okay. <laughs> Is this walking is it, through town? Um, yeah. Wait, is it similar yes. to the? If there's a. That's exactly what I'm thinking, Meg. Is it similar to the guy in the restaurant that summoned the bugs? It does sound similar. I draw my bow. So I, I don't have my bow aimed at anything. It's still kind of aimed at the ground. I don't have it like drawn or anything. But like, there's an arrow knocked For sure. bow in the hand, and I'm just kind of like walking with it like down toward my hip. Okay. Yeah, I've, no, I've got my... No finger on the trigger. You got good trigger discipline. Holy shit, you know how strong you have to be to hold a drawn bow while you walk? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Is not that strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Me neither. You got an arrow knocked. You're like, this is suspicious, so I don't like this. And But you're walking. Um, you guys are heading towards the town square, towards uh, the, the general store. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Sidro wants to make a detour to the magic shop. Okay, that's actually past. Um, if I, I think you guys are on the map, right? Uh, that's actually to the north yes. of the, the town square and the general store. Uh, um, so y- you want to go there first? Yeah, so my, my thought was he would go do that because the scroll's not that heavy to carry, and then he'd come back and help uh, Ozil get whatever from the general store and bring it back to the house. Okay, so you get to the town square. Um, you see uh, there's a couple kids uh, out there pl- uh, sitting and, and talking to, or not talking to, but you know, playing with Old River in the gazebo. Um, you know, they seem fine. You hear some townsfolk in the distance. You can't see much because of this thick fog. And so, Sidriel, you want to head north to the Unfurling Scroll. Uh, Ozil, what are you doing? Sorry, quick question. We got a day, we got a long rest, or we got a rest between last night and today, yes. right? Okay, sorry to make adjustments. No problem. Yeah, I remember those. Um, 
Ozil, are you going with him, or what are you doing? I I assume you'll be back to help me with the uh, the shipment, Sidril. Yeah, this shouldn't take long at all. I mean, you can come with if you'd like. I was just stopping to pick up, check a, the scroll inventory, and then I figured we'd come right back. Uh, sure. I will. I will come with you. You're gonna go with him. Yeah, I'll go with him. Um, okay, and Flora, you're heading west to the Laughing Demon to meet up with the Fist Whistles. Yeah. Don't okay. mind me, guys. I'm cool in jail. Nobody needs to come get me or anything. We'll come for you. Stormac. Yeah, you're fine. You're not going you're anywhere. You're supposed to be collecting fucking information. Stormac. Anyway. Also, we know exactly where to find you. Fuck it. I actually kind of just want to stay at the General Star, okay. to be honest. Do whatever you want. You you go to the scroll shop. I'll check in on the shipment. Is that what we're doing? So sounds right. I uh, yes. I think that's the greatest way to go right. about it. Everybody yeah, separated. Yeah, split the party. Yeah, split the party. The party. I'm every every which way in a thick fog where no one can see what the other one's doing. Absolutely, exactly. Let's do it. This is the way to I've do it. I've never been happier. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Okay, um, Stormac, you wake up in your jail cell, cold, hard. Uh, you you know they actually give, they've given you some nice blankets and pill- pillows uh, to sleep with. Uh, whether you pillows, yeah, pillows that's canon. And um, you see next to you, councilman, still out cold, sleeping, snoring. Uh, Gibbs is sitting up in his cell uh, with his head in his hands, just kind of like. Rocking back and forth. Uh, you see the two men uh, guarding the cells. They're standing there, staring forward with their pikes in hand. Uh, anything that y- uh, you want to do in particular uh, in this moment? Uh, no. The whole point of being here was to try to, you know. Uh, interact with councilman so if he's a- asleep um, wake him up um, alright so I'm under the guise of being arrested for theft and he mm-hmm. for for necromancy um, so I'll say um, uh, in a real loud voice loud enough to hopefully wake him up um uh, I don't want to be kept in a cell next to this necromancer. And I'll give I'll give the guards like a real shitty <laughs> wink. Poke, poke, nudge, nudge, <laughs> say no more, say no more. And uh, yeah, you'll wake him up, and he'll come to and he's what? What am I doing in here? What? What? What is the meaning of this? This is. This is ridiculous! Let me out of here this instant! And the guards will just ignore him and stare straight ahead. Oh, I'll sit back down on my cot or bench or what have you and um, and just look at him like like it's all his fault. 
and I'm and I'm mad at him. <laughs> and he's like banging on the bars and like sh- trying to shake them, but they're bars, so they don't move. You know, that kind of sure. move. And um, sure, he's sure. like, let this is un oh, this is unprecedented. Reap, you will be held accountable. Let me out of here this instant. And they're ignoring him. And then he kind of looks over and sees you there. You. This is your I, fault. You put me here. I say you put me here. What? Ridiculous. This man accosted me. He tried to rob me. He should be here, not me. The guards are ignoring him. I am here, you fool. Yes. What in the hell is going on? Why won't you answer me? He says to the guards and they ignore him. They probably don't want to talk to a necromancer. Necromancer? The, the, the skull pendant with the gag that I took from you is why I am here for theft. But you are here for necromancy, and they have evidence. Evidence? (laughs) You fool. It's ridiculous. I've never been involved in anything of such. Yes, yes, we're we're all fools. I sit back. I don't need to convince you of your own necromancy. He comes to the bars between your cells. He places his face between them, holding his hands next to it, staring at you. I say, look here, look, 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 look here, guards, he's going to do some necromancy again. They're, they're still ignoring you. And he stares at you, like, his brow, like, pointed down, kind of that, like, head down, but, like, staring up at you, kind of creepy look, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding the bars, he lifts one of his hands, and he makes a couple odd shapes with his fingers. And you start to hear a voice in your head. And the voice in your head is a hoarse whisper. You don't know what you're with you No. No. You will die. No, that's not good. And you hear this in your head as he's staring at you motionless. Oh, God. We cut to Flora, who is walking up on the laughing demon. Uh, You see several halflings standing around a casket. There are a number of people in in black clothing and a veil, uh, black veils uh, over their faces. A mm, older halfling woman comes up to you and says, Oh, you must be Blarney. No, wait. You must be Flora. (laughs) Shit. Fuck. (laughs) You You must be Flora. Ah, yes. My my daughter had 
nothing but best to say about you. She hadn't had a friend in quite a long time. Very thankful for the comfort you gave my daughter in her last days. Well, it was nice to find her here as well. I can't say how much I appreciate that you're here to to help us push her along She'll into the afterlife. Put a, put a hand on her shoulder and say, it's all right. <laughs> happy to do Well, not happy, obviously. I thank you. All I can thank you of. <laughs> and she starts bawling and kind of comes in for a hug and starts crying on your shoulder. She's the same height as you. Yeah. <laughs> um, she'll patter a little bit. Like, she's a little awkward because she just met these people, but she'll still, you know, comforting. A, a slightly larger halfling, just like in a couple inches. Uh, a man uh, comes up behind her and puts a hand on both of your shoulders. He's like, I. Flora, is it? Uh, Blarney spoke all of the high of you. We can't... We're so happy to have you here. Yeah, I might consider your family. Oh my goodness. You might consider yourself family from now on. Uh, just go ahead. And why don't you go ahead and consider yourself family from now on? <laughs> uh, she'll just kind of smile and, and pat, but she's not going to respond to that. She's... Yeah. It's a little Family's awkward. A, delicate a little issue. awkward. Oh, especially for her. And um, he's like, yeah, if you'll just come over, we could use you as a pole bearer. Okay. Yeah, she'll follow. And um, yeah, we'll cut now. To Sidriel. And by the way, Flora and Sidriel, this haunting flute is just carrying itself on the air this morning ever so lightly it's almost it's almost hard to pick up but if you stop and listen it's there and uh you may you might even hear a couple of people talking about it on your way through the town square like oh what's up with this music who's playing that music kind of thing um, but you go to the unfurling scroll. Uh, what what are you trying to do there? Okay, yeah. So I'm still cautiously walking toward it. Mm-hmm. You know, hip or bow still drawn to the hip. But just continuing my walk, being a little vigilant. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception check. That's an eight. Never mind then. <laughs> yep. Uh, so what are you doing at the furlings, unfurling scroll? Um, I'm looking to see if they have a scroll of detect thoughts. Okay. Um, roll me a d100, please. Fifty-seven. Yes, they do. Um, Alendru Gorovan, uh, the old man there, is 
happy to show you his wares, and uh, yeah, you ask for that, and he's like, huh, funny you should say, yeah, so we actually do have that. Uh... Nice. So yeah, Sidra will offer him 100 gold and two plus one arrows. And that's an um, even trade, it sounds like. Yeah, the plus one arrow, you can buy a plus one arrow for 52 gold, mm-hmm. which means you can sell a plus one arrow for 26 gold. So I'm actually overpaying my two gold. Awesome. And he will appreciate that tip. Come by, really, uh, honestly. <laughs> and um, his parrot will repeat what he says. <laughs> and <laughs> now we'll cut back to also Broad Tusk, who is outside of the general store. What are you doing? Yeah, he looks around and everybody kind of went their way. It's pea soup out here. Mm-hmm. He he takes in the beauty of of coastal fog for a second. And he heads up the stairs into the general store to speak with whoever he needs to speak to to get the delivery. All right. And you are also, you're hearing this flute music, and there's a couple people standing outside the general store, and they're talking about, like, oh, you hear this creepy music, ain't it a bit odd? It's a bit early for the bards, don't you think? Usually they're in the square or at the bar. And I... Yes, this is, this is very odd, but Phrasma appreciates... Uh, the orchestral encumbrance into the soul transfumbrance. Bam. Uh, the people outside, uh, you, you talking about it, you kind of butt into their conversation, and they're like, "Oh, wait, well, you're no, you're a half orf, and we don't know you. Uh, <laughs> fuck off." And nobody speaks to half orfs. I appreciate your conversation. Ba, 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 ba. They probably, they probably couldn't tell because of the fog either that I was uh, an orc when I walked up. But either way, they're a little bit standoffish and they, and they skitter off as you come up to the general store. And as you come into the general store, uh, you see the Luthko Avanaki. The Avanaki uh, couple are the old, um, middle older age uh, couple that run this shop. Luthko and Marta Avernaki. You probably have uh, at least come by them in your time here. And uh, you come in, and Luthko is talking to um, Safar, a person you've met before. Mr. Eamon, who is standing at the counter, and they're just kind of like talking about this music. Yeah, oh, you've heard it. And Luthko's like, oh, yes, I've, I've heard that music, uh, at least since before dawn today. I, I thought it was the bards, but I, I haven't seen anybody performing in the square. Oh, hey, welcome. Well, welcome, good sir. What can I do for you? Luthko Avanaki, and he puts a hand out over the counter to you, Ozil. I uh, thank, uh, thank you, Mr. Avanaki, uh... I'm here on the behest of 
Miss Lorimer, Kendra Lorimer, she uh, said she had a delivery this morning. I am here to reclaim said delivery. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Kendra, yes, uh, we've got that. And as you're there talking to him, you see uh, Marta, his wife, stocking the shelves over here. And you see his, uh, there's several young girls running around. Uh, a couple of them are running around kind of playing tag. Uh, like, oh, no, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. Oh, yes, I can. Fuck you. Kind of thing. <laughs> Jeez, and, language. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, language. Her mother yells. <laughs> and um, you see... Um, uh, one of them, like, runs past into the back of the room here and almost knocks over a large set of armor. Um, like, a, a set of full plate. I was like, oh! Boy, uh, be careful! Hold on! And he's just, like, yelling at the kids, and, and then their mom starts yelling, like, oh, watch your feet! Watch, watch your damn selves! I've sent you to your rooms! And... One of the girls, um... Yeah, you see that fi that fine... It's actually a really fine plate... Or suit, suit of plate armor uh, towards the back of the wall there. Uh, st it starts to, like, tip over a little bit. Uh, and then stops tipping, just barely. And one of the little girls... Uh... After getting yelled at, uh, it's like, okay, okay, we'll fuck off. And she has got a mouth. <laughs> um, she opens the door uh, uh, to the side of the room here, which looks like it leads down to a stairway. And, um, Luth goes like, oh, would you be a dear and fetch Kendra's, uh, fetch Kendra's shipment? Uh, it's just down there. And his daughter's like, sure thing, Pop! And open. You mean the one that she said was going to take more than one to carry? Why don't I help her, uh, if you don't mind? Yeah, oh, honestly, that's probably, that's probably needed. I, I forget sometimes <laughs> while I'm behind the counter here how much work is involved in picking things up. Sometimes I overestimate the strength of those little girls because yeah. of their language. <laughs> They're so lazy. Um, he's like, ah, I assume yeah. they have the strength of sailors. You're with Kendra, I trust you. You can help her out. Uh, it's down there. Absolutely. And as you move towards the doorway that she opened up. You hear her exclaim, Grammy! Oh, it's Grammy! And her mother's like, uh -oh. What? Oh, what do you mean? Grammy! Grammy's been dead for ages! No, dear, you know Grammy and Grampy passed on from the fever last winter. She's not waiting for the cellar for you. She's not playing hide and seek like she used to. I'm so sorry. That's just not gonna happen, her mom says very bluntly. 
Well, knowing what Ozil knows about uh, what is going on around town, he will, uh, you know, clutch the end of his sword and head downstairs. So quickly, you're approaching this door where this small girl had just opened and yelled, "Grammy!" And at that moment, you hear, "It is Grammy! It is! Look it!" And this must be Grampy! And... The door... to the basement... slams open as an arm pushes it. And a form... a figure... lurches... up the stairs. Just as the suit of armor falls over and another figure lurches out from behind it and <laughs> it's pretty obvious mm. to F- Ozil Broadtusks that these are the undead yeah I'm, I'm glad that I'm the only one that knows what's going on in here <laughs> oh my god you could have come to the store with me Hey, yeah, but, uh... Wonderful uh, photo there, John. <laughs> well... Um... <laughs> and... As this... Oh this my woman, God. That is a beautiful This photo. woman in oh flowing no. white dress obviously nightgown. rotting nightgown a nightgown. Nightgown is the word you're looking for. <laughs> is obviously rotting and decaying comes up from these stairs reaching for this small girl so does a rotting decaying corpse lurch from behind the suit of armor knocking it over <laughs> and we'll see you next week oh my fucking god this just got real Most goo is evil.